Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the So I Heard podcast. If you guys are new to this, I'm KD. Hopefully you guys are having a great one. Man, yesterday we had so much damn fun. Last night was fight night. It was Ryan Garcia versus Javante Davis, who I thought was going to win, did end up winning. You know, I don't know if you guys follow boxing, but for me, out of any sport, I think boxing is is my favorite sport. You know, growing up, I played basketball. I wanted to play football and everything, but really got into boxing and um just love it. I think I've, well, I've always been like a fan of boxing, you know what I mean? Being younger and, you know, <laughs> seeing all the great ass fights and stuff when they when they came out. I remember um, like my uncle, my dad's brother, he used to get like, you know, he used to order all those pay-per-views and everything. It was like for wrestling, but then it was also for boxing and stuff like that. So I've seen a lot of great fights growing up and always been a fan of it, but it was never like, oh, let me go and try to sign up for boxing classes or whatever. But it has always been very, very interesting, right? It's like one of those sports where everything is so unpredictable. Clearly, you can have like two people that are fighting and maybe they're not matched up really well. So you're always going to be like, oh, yeah, this person, this person is going to for sure win. Or, you know, you can see like, you know, a person that's on top at the in the moment, you know, like let's look at like Mike Tyson from from the 90s and stuff like that. You know how he was just out there just dominating and, and beating everybody. Right. And of course, he's going to be the favorite. People are going to go for him. And of course, they should have chose Mike Tyson. Right. But at the same time, it is a sport that is so unpredictable because one slip up and that could be the end of the damn fight. You know what I mean? Like, dude, you can have one slip up. You can move slow. You cannot block right. You cannot, you know, dodge, uh, you know, the, the right way. Or maybe you can end up starting the early rounds off with so much damn uh, power where it's like you tire yourself out and then here you are in the third round and you're gassed. And then this other person is just starts working your ass. You know what I mean? Like it's so much stuff that can go into boxing. That's, that's so interesting. It's so dope. Right. And, and, and I love it. You know, um, I feel like I'm such a fan of boxing where I look at these two people, you know, and, and unless it's like I said, just like a, a a mismatched type of fight, <laughs> you know what I mean? But I look at both of these athletes, right? And and over time, I started watching more and more of like these athletes training and everything and everything that goes into it, you know? And these boxers, like, I don't think it's like any other sport because one, you have weight classes, you know, you, you can be a person that gets knocked off of a diet and then you don't even know how you gained 10 or 15 pounds. You know what I'm saying? Like real shit. And, and these people have to cut and get to these weights within a certain amount of time. And, you know, everything is just so strict. You know, you got to, like I said, you have to be able to take hits, but you have to be able to be agile enough and powerful enough to be able to, you know, be better than the other fighter. Um, and there's so much that goes into it as far as that training stuff and, and, 
you know, over the past couple of years, it really made me um, appreciate what these boxers do. You know, some some people will just look at it and they're like, oh, they, you know, they're going into a ring and they're fighting, but they're not really looking at this whole road to 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 everything, you know. Um, and that's why I feel like like a lot of people, they might understand that they train, but at the same time, it's like they're so quick to, I guess, like judge these boxers whenever they lose a fight. Right. It'll be a thing where it's like, dude, you're going for this fighter so much and then they lose. And then it's like, oh, he's a bum. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and that's what I always say with sports. I think I've talked about talked about it here on this podcast before how like. I do actually like sports, but I don't I don't pay attention to it as much because, well, a lot of times, like if if it's something more exciting to go do, I would rather be outside than just be in the house watching sports. But um, still, it, it's like the fans kill it for me. The fans really kill it for me. You know, you see these people that 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 were sitting here fucking up all the NBA games and throwing trash and like yelling at these people and you know all this crazy stuff that they were doing or or, or you know when you look at football they can't really get to the to the players they're not that close to the players or whatever or baseball they're not that close to the players but like basketball you know they're a little bit closer they're sitting right there at the damn sideline and stuff and and they were just acting foolish but then when it comes to like boxing, like I was saying, you know, it really is so much that goes into it. And I made a tweet about this earlier and I know this tweet, like I know some people were probably like, what the fuck? But like, I hate when people do that, right? I hate when people look at these athletes and these athletes slip up or these athletes had a bad night or whatever. And then it's like, now you're acting like this person is total trash. Like, Sports fans do that so much, and it's just it's dumb. You know, I feel like if you actually love the sport, you can congratulate everybody for for the efforts that they're really putting in, right? When they used to have like when they have rivalries with basketball teams, you know, you have people that would get the team would get wiped out, or maybe not wiped out, they'll just get beat, right? And you have all these fans making excuses and stuff. Oh, they cheated and this just congratulate the other team for being the better players. Like that's it. You don't have to sit there and act like an asshole. And because at the end of the day, as soon as you get on that court, dude, you're not going to have no chance. You're, you're not one of the professionals. You're not on the team. You never will be on the team. And I think that's what fans need to understand. You can enjoy the sports, but stop acting like you the sixth man. Like they going to put you in the game or something. That's not going to happen, bruh. You have so many people, they start talking like they better than the players or they better than the fighters. And it's like, that's so fucking foolish. I hate when fans do that. And, and they do this every single fight, right? Every single fight. Now, I know some fights have been funny, right? When Manny Pacquiao got knocked out and he was like, sleep, like, bruh, I was making memes about that. But at the same time, dude, I'm never talking like Manny Pacquiao is, is trash because we know he's not trash. We know that all these regular ass people would never challenge Manny Pacquiao to a fight, but they're going to be online talking about it. They're going to be everywhere talking about it. Oh, what I would have did, what I would have did. No, <laughs> no, 
Now, I can respect somebody if it's another professional fighter where I'm like, okay, you got a chance. Or somebody that's even skilled enough to, to stand some rounds with some of these people. But the majority of these people, you would not last. So why do you start talking like you better than these athletes or better than these? You know, you know it, it doesn't make sense. It's annoying. It's annoying. I hate going to like, you know, you, you might go to a, a, a somewhere. It's like a bar or whatever. Everybody, oh, I would have did this dunk. Oh, how he going to let him do that? What? <laughs> like what? Like, bro, you, you probably went to the park and played with like a couple of people. You had a good game. Now you out here acting like you, you used to play with Jordan or something. Like, get out of here. You know what I mean? And there's some dope players of people that are not professionally, you know, they're, they're not on professional teams. There's some people that play really good in, in some sports. But at the same time, I think those players are so focused on the actual game. They're not the ones that's really trash talking like that. The people that's always trash talking are the mother. I was about to, <laughs> I had to catch myself, but the people that are, that are trash talking so much to these athletes and everything, it's like, dude, you guys, you're horrible. You're trash. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it was funny because the tweet that I made earlier, I was about to pull it up, but the tweet that I made earlier, the last sentence was like, guaranteed if you ask these people to run to the corner, they'll try to argue you down. I was like, because all of these people, the night, at, the day after the fight, like I said, everybody's talking about what they would have done, how they would have, you know, all this stuff. And it's like, bruh, have you seen how these people train? Like, dude, you would have been gassed in the first two minutes. You would have been gassed in the first two minutes. So don't talk about what you would have done. Watch the fight. Of course, you can analyze certain stuff and notice where fighters made certain mistakes. Yes. But these people be acting like they they can put on the same shoes. You know what I'm saying? And it, it's it's annoying as hell. I remember growing up and being on a basketball team where our team won every game except for one game. And we did that for like two seasons, right? Good. We were good. We were traveling. You know, we're kids traveling different places, playing on the team. And we had these young coaches, right? They knew what they were doing. They coached us the right way, right? We played good. But these same coaches would be at a whole bunch of fights. I mean, be at a whole bunch of uh, games starting fights because they couldn't handle certain calls and stuff. It's like, bro, we're winning the game. You know what I mean? But then at the same time, it's like, bro, we're kids. <laughs> like, yeah, we're here to win. But at the same time, the main thing we're trying to do is have fun. And I remember parents got so mad at how these coaches were acting and everything. Or like, you know, you had some people that were like too serious. You had a peewee game and you, <laughs> you know what I mean? You cussing like that, like you really losing money on this or something. You know, it just, it, it got to a point where like over time, over the years, it really just, it, it annoyed me with how fans are. Like really, it gets to the point where I'm like, yo, mentally something is wrong with y'all. Like real shit. Like, like, dude, you, you look at all these athletes and the, and the issues they end up having with fans. And it's like, dude, you would think by now you guys will understand why these athletes don't really like y'all. They say it in these press conferences and everything. Yes, you guys did make these athletes because you guys were fans. You guys, you know, supported whatever team that they were on or 
whatever. You you know what I mean? You might really like this player or this fighter or whatever, right? But at the end of the day, when you get to that point where you start acting like you're just as good as them or acting like you actually on the team and all this different dude, mentally, you're gone. You're gone mentally. Something is wrong with you. And you know what's funny? Because the word fan, just what the word fan is, right? <laughs> if we sit there and say, if we don't call people fans, if we never broke it down and we called them what it actually is, fanatics, people would be like, nah, I'm not no fucking fanatic just because it sounds bad. But at the same time, it's like, dude, the way that y'all act, yes, you guys are fanatics. You know, they want to say fans because it sounds a little better. It doesn't sound as crazy as fanatics, but. You guys are low-key crazy. You're detached from some sort of reality. Something something is wrong, <laughs> you know? Um, but, yeah, that was just about the boxing part. I don't know. I was thinking about that so much looking at all the posts today. And it's not like this whole episode is just about sports or boxing or whatever. But it's just every single fight when that happens. I'm like, damn, like, what the hell, you know? And, like, yeah, I've had my moments where I've seen a fighter get beat up. And I'm like, damn, he's getting his ass whooped. But at the same time, I'm never trying to act like I'm better than that person or act like I can do exactly what they're doing. You know what I mean? I don't know what kind of role they had to this damn fight, you know, but these people are on a professional level. So it's like, what? I've never been in the ring with anybody. So what the hell can I say? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I'm just here to see the fight, but I don't know. I don't know. I mean, luckily, it, nobody was like that last night, um, but it was just, you know, just thinking about everything that that people always do to these athletes, and it's it's ridiculous. It really is. It's, it's ridiculous as hell, um, but anyway, <laughs> we had a good night. You know, we, we drove pretty far. It's so funny because last yesterday was the farthest that I've ever driven my car, my current car. And, um, yeah, I don't know. It was cool. It was cool being on the road, seeing like the whole scenic thing. Like we went out to, I think this part was like Palmdale or something, you know, we're from Los Angeles. So being on that road and, and, um, dude, I forgot how long it took us to get there. I think like, damn, I forgot how long it took us to get, to get out there, but it was a while, you know, it was a pretty long drive, uh, but we got out there, had a lot of fun, you know, and it was just chilling and everything. Had a really good night. Um, we had to cut it a little short because my girlfriend Cheryl had to, had to end up coming back because you know we had to go. She had to go to work this morning, so um, that was that. But other than that, dude, we had a, a a really really good time. Like it was fun. It was fun just being there and 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 enjoying everything. And I always love like these good weekends. You know what I mean? Like it, sometimes it makes me think about I mean like even though we were having drinks and stuff and chilling and and having fun and everything but it makes me think about when I was younger and how we felt like we always had to be out somewhere you know like this is I mean it's a fight party like I said you're still having fun and drinks and food and stuff but you know like I don't know maybe not for some of you guys but like for me like dude we were going to the clubs we're going here 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 and we felt like that had to be the thing every weekend, you know? And of course you get older and it's like, damn, I enjoy having the nights where you're just chilling at home and you know, you, you're watching some Netflix and you might have some good ass food or 
you know, whatever. It's not like you always have to be out. And then, of course, being from California, that traffic is just horrible, horrible. If you guys live in an area where traffic ain't that bad, maybe you guys might think that you have a lot of traffic because that's what you're used to. But coming to a big city like Los Angeles is crazy. And and sometimes I'm like, damn, I want to know what New York is like. I've never been to New York, but I want to see that in person. I want to see what it's like. You know what I mean? Like I know a lot of people in New York don't even have cars. Well, a lot of people in Los Angeles don't either. We have so much public transportation, but still I know New York is different. Um, but anyway, like, you know, it was cool. It was cool having that fun and, and having a good night. And it was funny because my girlfriend texted me not too long ago saying, I really had a good time with you last night. It is so funny and cute because she she does that sometimes. Like, you know, when we had a good when we have a good night and the next day we might not be together or whatever. She's texting me like, oh, my God, I really had, you know, a good time with you and everything. And I think that's all that really matters in the end, you know, uh, like now it's like, yeah, occasionally it would be cool to go to a party or like a club or something like that. But it's not like back then where it's like, dude, you really always wanted to be outside. Like <laughs> if you were home, people were like, what's wrong with you? Like, why are you home? You know, and I used to get that a lot. Like when I had the weekends where it was just nothing going on, like people really would really be like, yo, you're at home. Like, you know, so. um having that chill moment, man. And then yesterday I held a baby again, (laughs) same baby as last time. It's not like I'm holding a lot of babies, but it's who Cheryl and I call little cousin. It's like her little cousin. Um, and yeah, he's a little bit older. I think he's about to be one soon. Uh, but it was so funny holding him, And it was funny also because she was holding him, and she was trying to give him to me and he gave me this face like, no, <laughs> I have never been rejected by a baby like that. And I was like, oh, shit, this is my first time. I can't even lie. I low key kind of felt the way like, why? Why he don't want to come to me? <laughs> because, dude, normally kids always love to be around. me. they always want to like I mean, like he he warmed up to me over the, you know, over time. But it was still funny. He was just like, oh, wait, no, I don't want to go to him, you know, like. It was funny as hell, but um, it was so cute holding him and seeing him play and just such a good baby. Like, man, he barely made any noise, like barely made any noise. Like it was to the point where it's like if you didn't see him, you forgot he was in the room, you know, (laughs) and it was funny because it kind of kept me thinking about. I don't know if you've seen the video. I think it was on like TikTok or something. And it was a it's a recent video. I think it happened like last week. And it was a guy on a plane, right? And he's just going off because supposedly this baby was crying nonstop for 45 minutes or something like that. And, you know, they're 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 stopping them from I think they're stopping them from leaving or something like that. Um, I don't even think they started the flight yet. I'm not sure. I think that's what it was. Right. And basically, you know, everybody's sitting on the on the plane. And he's just screaming, cussing and everything, talking to the flight attendants like, can somebody stop this damn baby? He was like, this baby's been crying for 45 minutes. And then they were like, sir, you don't you don't need to yell. He was like, oh, I'm yelling. He was like, so is the baby. And then he was like, did that mother pay extra to yell? He's just going off. 
and everybody is just like, oh, like, you know, kind of like you can't go off on the baby. But the guy that's recording the TikTok, he's low key laughing at the whole situation. Like he looked like he was just entertained by the whole thing. And I've seen like, you know, I think like recently, like people have been asking around, like, what would you guys do in that situation? Right. And for me, it's like, yeah, like you can't really just start cussing about a baby. But at the same time, it's just like the movie theaters, right? Like, I don't know if you guys have ever been to the movies and somebody has a baby in there. And it's like a movie where it's like a baby shouldn't even be in this damn movie, you know? It's like a killer rated R movie or whatever. I mean, I guess the baby doesn't know what's going on in the movie, but at the same time, you have a lot of adults in this movie, you, you know, in this theater, in this room. You know, some of these movies like teens can't even get into it to go see unless they're with parents. So it's pretty much just all adults, right? And then you have a baby that's in here that's just that's crying throughout the movie. And yeah, the majority of people like they end up walking out of the theater with their baby, like just leaving when their baby's making too much noise. But then you have some people that just sit there like it's just normal. And it's like, yo, what the fuck? Like your baby's ruining the movie, you know? <laughs> and uh, I've, I've never encountered anything where somebody's just like, yo, shut that baby up. Like, you know, I've never encountered nothing like that. Cause like I said, the majority of people just walk out of the theater, but they couldn't do anything on this plane. I think that's the bad situation, right? Like nobody can go anywhere. Um, also, <laughs> the dude's talking about the baby's been crying for 45 minutes nonstop. And there was one person that was like, no, it hasn't. And then he's like, yes, it has. And I'm like, I don't know if the baby was really crying that long. But throughout that whole video, the baby was crying through the whole video, you know, and I get it. It's like what can you really do? But at the same time, you know, we don't know what these people were doing. Like if they're going back home, you know, if they had to go somewhere with the baby, I saw somebody else that posted, uh, in the comments, they were like, maybe this baby has like some type of, you know, mental issue or something. And you know, it's like they, they cry, you know? And, um, it could have been anything, you know, the baby could have been teething. They didn't have a teething ring. So, the baby's gums are hurting. I don't know. But at the same time, at the same time, <laughs> I understood this dude. You know what I mean? I ain't even going to sit there and lie. I think like a lot of people wanted to kind of act like they didn't understand where he was coming from because they didn't want to seem like the bad guy. But it's like, like I said, bruh, if you, if you go to the movies and there's a kid crying through the whole movie, you're not having a good time. You're irritated. You might not jump up and start cussing and all that different stuff. But at the same time, you understand to some degree was, you know, what's up, you know? So uh, the guy made a good point. He was like, dude, you guys got this baby crying the whole time. And we're in a fucking tin can, <laughs> a fucking tin can talking about the plane, like basically being like, dude, like we can't go anywhere. Like you're kind of basically kind of like you're torturing us this whole flight with your crying baby, you know? And I know it sucks, man. I know it really does suck. And, 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 and I understand on the parent side too, because it's like, what can you really do? You know? Some people have have babies that cry a lot, but that's what really made me think about it yesterday because I was like, he's such a good baby. 
he really was not crying at all. He was just observing everything. He was not making noise at all. And I was just like, oh, my God. And, <laughs> and then Cheryl looked at me and was like, man, guarantee we don't end up having this. Like, we end up having, like, a loud baby. I was like, man, I hope not, you know. Um, but it was cool holding a little cousin because, like I said, I don't get to hold babies that much. And it's just, I don't know, it was different holding that little body. Like, he grew so much, but at the same time, he's still so, so tiny. So, um I don't know. That was exciting holding them and, 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 you know, just having a good time yesterday. Um, but let's get into the other part of, of this podcast. And I feel like this part of the podcast is going to be realistic, right? Like something that you guys can really relate to, maybe relate to. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people go through this, right? And and I see people talk about it, and I don't know what to call it. I, I mean, I guess it is a, a certain form of depression or something like that. But, like, what I wanted to say was was talking about confidence, right, and confidence in yourself. And um, it's, it's so many times where, you know, you think of the history of your life, you think about the years that you've lived and, you know, certain, I guess, chapters of your life. And, um, for me, sometimes I think about, it's funny because what makes me think about this is like Facebook would end up saying this is the anniversary of a post and it'd be like some shit from like 12 years ago or something. And it is like, oh damn, I was in my twenties at this time. And then it's like, oh my God, I was saying so much arrogant, cocky shit. And it was like, at that time, I didn't feel like I was like that, but looking back on it now, and I'm not saying like, oh, I wish I was cocky or I don't know. I I didn't think I was back then, but still looking at the post now, it's like, oh shit, I was posting this type of stuff. (laughs) Like, uh, I I don't know, but just having, it's not just about the post, but it's just like, as far as yourself and, and being confident, like, I feel like when you're younger, and I know it's not for everybody, you know, people are different, but when you're younger, you do have that attitude. Like you were just like on top of the world, right? Like you can do anything. If you want to do something, you can do anything. And, um, what also made me think about that was, you know, I haven't been doing my YouTube stuff as much. And, and, and I think that's what it kind of is. And I feel like that's what this whole feeling that I had of not being creative was like, it was like, I just wasn't confident enough in, in, in certain stuff, you know, like I just wasn't there. Like I think about it so much where I was like, dude, I wish I was doing YouTube so much when I was in my twenties. Right. Like I look at these other YouTubers and it's like the confidence that they have, the, the stuff that they're going to go do. I'm like, bruh, that would have been a prime ass time to jump on top of that. But one back then vlogging was not a big thing like that. So that wasn't, you know, what people were doing. But then at the same time, um, I started my YouTube channel like right after I got out of high school and I made a couple of videos. They were funny. You know what I mean? Back then, I didn't know about, I, I mean, I guess a few people that were like big on YouTube, but other than that, like, dude, people weren't even making money on YouTube at that time. It was just, you were posting videos on YouTube. 
And I was making some of these videos and they were like kind of little funny videos. I was making characters and just acting the stuff out. And that's what some people were doing. Like they weren't vlog videos. It was like you were making characters and just making funny videos. Right. And that's what I was doing. I was doing certain videos like that. And then um, it was funny because back then I had shot this one video when I was just out with friends. We were at like Venice Beach in California and I made it into a vlog style. And this is before vlogging. This is before I knew what vlogging was or whatever. And I just recorded it, kind of edited certain parts to make it, I guess, kind of look cool or whatever. And um, that all would have been dope stuff to do back then. But it just was nobody was doing it right. And, and I look at a lot of stuff now and I'm like, damn, like. There's moments where I really second guess myself, I guess. And and it's like, I know I can do it. But then when it comes time to do it, it's like I get certain levels of doubt where I'm like, damn, what if this don't come out the right way or whatever? And, you know, I've definitely had moments where I wasn't too sure or something, but I just forced myself to do it. And then I was able to make it into something good. But sometimes it's like when you're just not in that right creative space and like like your mind's just not right in that moment. You feel like everything is going to be bad. You know what I mean? You do. You just feel like you're just you're not on your game with stuff. And I'm not talking like. Stuff that I make is super masterpiece stuff, but it's like, dude, when I make certain stuff and then I put it together, I edit it and everything. And I'm like, yo, I like this. I'm proud of this. And yes, I put out some stuff where I'm like, okay, I just wanted to put it out and then I wasn't happy about it and I don't like that content, you know, and and then I'm sitting there like, okay, yeah, true. I was able to put something out, but this is some shit. I just it, it's not entertaining to me. You know what I mean? Um, And I really get off of that and it sucks sometimes. And I was thinking about what was it like, what has me feeling this way? I kept saying, I don't know what has me feeling this way or whatever. And I feel like it was just, I started thinking it's just because it's a lack of confidence, you know? And I really think about that sometimes when creating content, I'm like, dude, back in the day, I would have been on top of this shit. I would have been on top of it. I used to make so many skit videos, you know, like I used to make a lot of skit videos before TikTok, before Instagram reels. I was making skit videos. I was editing them like on an actual editing app, video editing app or, or a program or whatever on the computer. And then I was uploading it to my phone and then I was uploading that video to Instagram. And that's what I was doing. And it was fun to do. I wasn't even really posting these videos to YouTube. It was just like I was posting these videos to Instagram and it was so much fun to do it. And then I just stopped doing it. You know what I mean? It was just like I wasn't, you know, this Instagram reels now and everything. But at the same time, like all of these videos weren't like how Instagram reels or TikToks are, where it's like you might just be acting over a sound, you know what I mean? You might choose whatever sound you want to play and then you're just pretty much acting over it, right? I was creating all of this and I was creating all of these videos without a script, without anything. It was just, it came to my mind. I was so confident about these little things. Like, you know, maybe they weren't the best, but at the same time, I was just doing them. 
And I was freestyling the whole thing. It was no script. It wasn't, it was just like, oh, it'd be funny if, you know, how this situation would be or whatever. I cut on the camera, record it, edit it, and then put it out. You know what I'm saying? And I keep thinking like, where the fuck am I right now? Like, what is my mind on? I mean, I know what my mind is on. It's on other stuff that's outside of that. It's about life. It's about this relationship. It's about the next step of things in this relationship or not just in a, well, yeah, in a relationship, but then also like just with me also as an individual, I guess like more serious real life stuff. But then it's like, it bothers me so much because it's like, where is my creativity? You know what I mean? Why do I feel like I'm just so stuck with the creativity stuff and, and I'm, I'm not moving forward with it. And, and it's just like, that, that's the answer I came up with was just confidence. My confidence just, <laughs> It's not there like it used to be, right? And it sucks, and I know it's a realistic thing. I'm not just feeling like, oh, I'm like something is attacking me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, when people talk about it, they don't know what it is, so they're just like, oh, it's the universe against, you know, I'm not feeling like that. It's like, I understand that it happens, but I need to find out how to get it there, but still be able to just do everything. And and I know for a lot of people, there's so many creative people, so many successful people that have so much going on in their lives outside of that creativity. But still, it's like, I, I think it's because you're experiencing all of this stuff for the first time. We're only living life once. So it's like experiencing this for the first time, you're like, damn, like, I wish I had the cheat code for it. I wish I had the answer. I wish I had somebody that was in that type of, um, I guess like any, somebody that's creating videos, somebody that's doing this type of stuff. And, and you know, they can kind of like understand everything, but then same time, I'm not sitting here going around talking to everybody about it. Like, Hey man, you ever, you know what I mean? I'm not doing any of that. So maybe that's why I'm not getting the answer, but, um, just thinking about it. Like, I feel like it's a, it's a common thing. Like people always go through stuff. People always get to these moments where they feel like they're not producing as much or doing as much as they could be doing or, you know, whatever. Um, there's moments also where I'm like, I, I see people where I listen to these, these podcasts or I listen to these audio books and it's like, man, you got to basically grind at this every day. And it's like, yeah, I understand that, but it's like, that's what I need. I need to get to that point where in my mind, I totally feel that confidence and that creativity every damn day to put up, to, to put out some content. Now, good thing is I wrote down some stuff in my notes. I forgot how many different notes that I did this past week of ideas of stuff to like record and everything. I just have to figure out how to do it, but still at least that's better than what I normally do. Cause like I said, normally I come up with the idea and then I grab my phone or camera and then start recording. Like I don't plan anything out. I'm not like, Oh, well I'm going to record this video today, you know, unless it's like a vlog or something. But even then and it, it, with the vlogs, it's kind of just in the moment, you know? Um, and then I'm just like, all right, let me see what I can put together. It's never like, unless we're going to go do something specific, then yeah. But other than that, everything is kind of just, there's no brainstorming. 
Oh, man, excuse me. <clears throat> damn. I hate to sneeze on the damn podcast, but this is the realistic shit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I always felt like I need to be needed to be someone that was better at brainstorming, planning and um, being more organized with things. And, and that's probably another step I need to take is just really getting into planning stuff. And, and, and I, I talked about it on here before talking about um, finding that discipline, but really just like planning stuff, putting stuff out there and actually executing it, you know, because I love the feeling of having something feel super organic and in the moment and unscripted. But at the same time, I feel like that structure needs to be there, you know? Um, but mainly that confidence, bruh. And, and, and I want to get to that, like, I want to get to that moment where I just really have that, that confidence, you know, like, like back in the day, bro, if I was really into all this shit, like that shit would have been nuts. Like it could have been crazy. And I really do. And it's not like I'm just trying to think about the past and everything, but it's just like, you have no, you're comparing your life. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not comparing to other people. It's just like, yo, how things were. It's not like I'm wishing I was back then. It's just I want to have that level of confidence now and just feel like I can do whatever. You know what I mean? Really feel like I'm just on top. Like, oh, yeah, I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. Like I've talked about on here, like how I don't really be feeling competitive with anybody. You know what I mean? I don't walk into a room and feeling like I got competition. You know what I'm saying? Like, and not even like in a cocky way. It's just like, it doesn't cross my mind. I don't feel like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm that dude. Like, I don't, I don't go out and do that, you know? And that's why I was saying before, sometimes I feel like I have more of a little, more of a, like a competitive spirit type thing, you know, like I just, I mean, maybe it's arrogant of me to never see people as competitors. I don't know, but I just really think I don't, think about that like that, you know? Um, but yeah, I feel like that part of the podcast episode is so realistic, man. I feel like people always get to that point where they feel like they're just not on top of their game. And then, you know, they want to do better. They want to really make a name for themselves or they want to do, just do whatever, accomplish whatever. And, and it might not be for anybody else, but yourself. Cause I feel like at the end of the day, like, even if you have kids, you know, you have family, whatever you really want to be into something that you love and something that really makes, makes you feel proud or whatever. Right. And I think that's just what it is. Like you want to feel like you're really putting this stuff out there. Like one thing that I love is like, you're being creative, you're putting your creativity out there and it's just in the universe forever. You know, I mean, it might be on a website or something, but other than that, like it's there forever. You put it out there in the world. And it, it's a part of you, you know, and that's why I love so much about being creative and doing all of this. I hope you guys can relate to that, man. Like, I feel like that part was so realistic and it was something that I've really just been thinking about so much lately. Um, And hopefully you guys felt it, you know. 
Like I always say every episode, hit me up on my socials, leave them in the description section and let me know how you like these podcast episodes. Let me know you're feeling on it, dude. And I want to keep making these podcasts that are that are realistic, that are real with me putting myself out there, you know, with my doubts, with all this different shit, whatever. Make it as realistic as I can. And hopefully you guys enjoy it, man. Thank you for listening so much. You guys stay dope. Stay tuned for another episode next Monday. We passed episode 100. I didn't do anything big for it. You know, I totally forgot I was even recording episode 100. But thanks for everybody that has listened up until this point. Even if some of you guys are new, thank you for listening all the time. You guys stay dope. And I will check you out later. Peace. 